Sex addict, sex slave, safe sex is the wave. Peace, this is Fishbowl Radio Network. You are listening to Practice Safe Sex, where practice safe sex means practice searching and finding endless creative expression. I am your host, Kim Naki. Uh, the calling number is 214-431-5062. We want to hear from you because your opinions and uh, questions and opinions do matter. Uh, today I have a uh, very special guest in the bu- building. I got my little brother in the building. Chris, what's good? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, he will be co-hosting with me today. Uh, got a lot to talk about, and plus I'll be interviewing him uh, the last hour for our Sex in the City segment. Uh, today... Stories on deck, what I have. I have uh, hip-hop and religion, a course taught by Professor Bun B and Anthony Penn at Rice University, Black Excellence. I have uh, a virtual reality theme park, technology represent. I have a fashion library for design. I have the documentary, The uh, Century of Self. Uh, and lastly, I have for lifestyle a father and son uh, tag team making $1.3 million on YouTube. Crazy amount of money right there. Exactly. Yo, I got my son in the building too. Say peace. Peace. Word. I got a little angel Naki. I got a little pseudo in the building. You know what I'm saying? We're going to uh, see if we can make this $1.3 million on YouTube as well. So that's the reason why I brought you up here. So uh, we can get some ideas and, you know, we'll be banking next week. We ain't got to go to work no more. <laughs> so boom. So again, uh, music, as I always say on this show, I have the best music ever, better than any podcast ever. Any radio show, I got the best music. And this is the show where I break artists, taking it back to the essence of radio. Uh, so today I have for the music, I have Hawk House and their song Title Tendencies. I have J.R. Jarris and Abjo collaboration and their beat Golden Vibes. I have Your Old Droogs and his song Gunsmoke Cologne. And I have lastly another instrumental representing hip hop, uh, Klaus Layer and his instrumental Slow Down. So, again, this is Fishbowl Radio Network. You are listening to Practice Safe Sex, where safe sex stands for practice searching and finding endless creative expression. And I am your host, Kim Naki. And again, the calling number is 214-431-5062. And again, we want to hear from you because your questions and opinions do matter. So let's get into it. We're going to start it off with Hawk House in their song, Title Tendency. It is what it is. Mike. Boy. Uh, the talk is bland, so we headed up to further north to reinforce the causes and ensure us what we're fighting for. Civil pleads for freedom, we exceeding the July the 4th. Demoralize your line of force, then insist we stay quiet more. But it's that kind of war requires more than silent swords, slaying forms collateral, dinosaurs of the highest force. More percentage to your perception, that's the truth of method. We're giving lectures at no expense, that's a true investment. Growth to caliber is based upon your intel and what it entails. Uninformed soldiers, they get hit well. Bodyguards. The presidents, they vigilant like gazelles On board for the hardship and taking hard hits regardless It's an organized invasion to the mask raiders And them Darth Vader's can't slay us, we got sharp sabers So increase your knowledge and conceive the promise If you ask, it's given, so it's guaranteed it's like Moses had a rod, but it's lyrics that we part ways with Believe that we starve hatred and these bars major The bar's been raised up, it's evident Never been a day that these sharks faced us it's lyrics we part ways with 
Believe that we starve hatred And these bars major The bars been raised up It's evident Never been a day That these sharks face Some people trying to find The meaning of life Like it's a foreign language It's more than average My state of mind Where my thoughts are gathered And of course my habits Trying to get my cause established I'm storing bars To restore the balance Record and practice Over beats To make a pause Like they were caught in traffic I'm spitting poetry People think that I'm quoting Hamlet I send this information out Like I was showing pamphlets I hope you're understanding If you ain't giving food for thought You're just supporting famine Metaphorically speaking Homie is causing damage To call an ambulance or something The scene is tragic I hope these lyrics End up stuck on your brain Like a fragrance poured on fabric Raw like savage Watch it reach the source like tablets I hope the listeners Receive these lyrics Like important facts Is the fact is I'm trying to spread this music All across the atlas Just trying to make sure That it happens Trust me Just trying to make sure That it happens saying you had the best music on the podcast after I just heard Don't Be Cruel by Bobby Brown. So, <laughs> but, but it's a good start. It's a good start. Okay, well, let me let me rephrase that. I have the best uh, uh, underground uh, new artist <laughs> okay. ever. Because, yeah, Bobby Brown was playing it now. I was kind of bopping to that. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so, so I won't disrespect that man <laughs> in his show. <laughs> So, yeah, that was Hawk House and the song Title Tendencies. Uh, that's off their album, uh, A Little More Elbow Room. Uh, I found Hawk House about a year or two ago. Uh, I was on YouTube searching. As I always do, I'm always searching, finding uh, rare gems. And I found uh, Hawk House and I uh, saw the video to that song that you just heard. I saw the video and I was like, boom. So I had that in the stash. And then this morning, I was like, yo, I need one more song. I need one more song. I need one more song. And then this song just popped up in my head randomly. So when you're under pressure... Stuff just comes out of the woodwork. So that song came back up. I was probably going to pull out a warm brew. I was actually going to pull I was actually, <laughs> the only reason why I didn't play that because I didn't feel, I didn't have time to edit it. Touché, touché. So I was like, I need something clean. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to go in and listen to the whole song and then reversing the, the cuss words and all that. That's so, fair, fair. but next show, warm brew. Boom. I'm and I was like, yeah, because I was like, yo, Chris going to be on the show. So I got to play warm brew. Yeah, that's, 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 that'd be nice. That'd yes. be very nice. I would appreciate it. Okay, I'm sorry. My, my apologies. Good, good, good. But yeah, so if you want to uh, check out music from uh, Hawk House, go to www.hawkhouse, and it's spelled how it sounds, H-A-W-K-H-O-U-S-E.com. I almost misspelled that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking up, I, I gave you that look like, <laughs> if, I say one word, if I say one letter wrong. So yeah, go to hawkhouse.com, definitely support uh, UK represent London in the house. So this is the first segment. Uh, we're going to introduce the first segment. Uh, what I'm going to be talking about is hip-hop and religion. 
a class taught at Rice University. Uh, we'll be also talking about the new virtual reality theme park in Utah that will be opening next summer. And then lastly, I'll be talking about a fashion library. So stick around. You got you to gotta hear about it. I'm not going to give you no details, but you got to stick around and listen to that. So we're going to start it off with hip-hop and religion. What is hip-hop? What is religion? How do they overlap? So again, the... Um, there's a course at Rice University down in Houston for all my, for all my New Yorkers, Houston, Texas, uh, for all my down south people, Houston, Texas. Uh, there's a course on hip hop and religion taught by Professor Anthony Penn and Bun B of UGK, if you don't know. And then also, uh, Agnes, uh, Cullen Arnold, uh, lady, she's professor, she's, uh, co-teaching it as well. Now, before I get into it, hip-hop has come a long way with uh, breaking barriers, breaking into different um, industries. You know, now we're in the, uh, the collegiate, you know what I'm saying, the college, uh, the Ivy schools and things like that. Shout out to uh, Jizza Genius, Wu-Tang Clan, you know what I'm saying, teaching, co-teaching science at uh, Columbia University. Uh, shout out to Nas and the Nasir Jones uh, Fellowship. I want to go to that class. I'm, I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for it to come to UTA. I'm still waiting. How long is that going to be? I'll, I'll probably be dead. <laughs> never coming down here coming. <laughs> it's never coming so shout out to Nas so shout out to hip hop for the only culture that has helped race relations than any other like organized religion any organization any institute across the board that's a, that's a big statement right there yes it is mm. but mm. Yes, as mainstream media pushes that negative uh that negative in image misrepresenting hip-hop making it look like you know all it's about is misogyny uh drugs and you know uh gang life and things like that but that's just rap that's just a small percentage of rap so hip-hop is a, a culture you know fashion uh graffiti djing breakdancing um you know as we're seeing you know jumping into business like jay-z you know title uh dr dre beats Fair. sms 50 breaking into films Breaking in, you know, pretty much just all across the board. So hip hop has definitely expanded. So here we have a hip hop and religious course, hip hop and religion course being taught at uh, Rice University in Houston, Texas. So again, now this uh, course, it explores how hip hop and religion wrestle with the questions, who are we, why are we, and where are we? And through the lens of uh, his the history, of, uh, history and content of rap, uh, religion and rap, uh, and religious sensibilities of rap artists and the connection between rap and religion. Now, I first heard about this um, listening to the Combat Jack show. Uh, shout out to the Combat Jack show, uh, one of the top podcasts that I listen to. Um, so he had Professor Penn and Bum B on the show, pretty much just breaking down the uh, the course and uh, also talking about you know how it got started and things like that. Now, when you hear like hip hop and religion being taught at a university you're thinking like oh this is going to be easy you know if you are actually a student so i know you're a student at uta yes and uh would you take that course hip-hop and religion yes i would i actually would because i would be more interested to see how they're going to try to marry the two mm -hmm. or what we're trying to do with it now there's certain courses like you say here hip-hop and you just think oh i'm gonna take the course because it said hip-hop there's some stuff i don't want i don't want to discuss or i don't want to study into but that is an interesting thing for them to try to marry to see um how they come together. Oh, so, yes. yeah, I would be interested in taking that course. Yeah, one of the things that he uh, said in the interview in regards to what you're saying is um, talking about, like, just different um, sects from religions, how they, you know, pretty much you look at, like, Hinduism, uh, Buddhism, uh, Christianity, Islam, all those are... Um, revised uh interpretations of a previous religion you know a culture come through take a 
take a, a religion and you know reformat it to their culture um you know as we've seen over centuries and pretty much just looking at that and this is just uh the gist of you know some of the things that they touch just looking at the how things are remixed in, in regards to religion we can just look at christianity and the king james version and then all the different versions of the bible so it's like you know you look at hip-hop you know just different versions taking something and remixing it you know taking style and fashion and remixing it taking music remixing it taking dance and remixing it so just looking at those from that standpoint and um also, just looking at how you know we look at the the preacher in the pulpit and the the how how much power that the um, the preacher has in the pulpit mm-hmm. over the masses, and then you just look at a rapper and its and their uh, influence and to be able to transform culture. So, like I said, those are just vague uh, things that that you know they will cover in regards to the uh, the course. Yeah, that's fair. I can I can say like if you want to go on that tip, are you talking about how it reached the masses? I was, like, my teenage years, I was the churchgoer. Like, that's back when we had to get up and go to church. I went to church on my own. So when, like, I was forced to go. So You were forced. I, I, no, no. That's back when I went to Potter's house. Oh, like, okay. Uh, back in the day. There so, was some conditioning in there. So even, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> there was some conditioning. But go ahead. Well, but after I uh, stopped going, like, I would listen to stuff like, um, like Nas. And mm-hmm. then, like, pick little things out that were basically... Like, you hear something, and you go research it. Mm-hmm. And so that would be something more so into the fact that you don't have to, like, you, they're teaching you, like, certain things, but you have to go more into it. That would be like a preacher does. They give you the word, and you go figure out if that's something that you want to explore into. So mm-hmm. I can say you can say that hip-hop is in that form, like the rapper being like a preacher, that does go together. Words like God in Greek or Latin. Words like God and Greek is Greek or Latin. Boom. Take that from Nas. Uh, lost tapes. Boom. Yeah. Uh, black zombies. Boom. Exactly. <laughs> You're on point today. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. And then, um, yeah, also just you know, my experience with, with hip hop and uh, how it helped me to see other religions. I know when I broke from Christianity, the first thing I jumped into was. What? <laughs> I meant uh, when I. Uh, <laughs> No, when I broke away from Christianity, the first thing I went to was, was Islam. Because, mm. you know, we're dealing with, like, 5% nation, yeah. the, uh, the nation of the gods and earths, peace of the gods and earths. Uh, you know, what's today's mathematics? What's the science? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You start hearing that through different, like, um, songs and things like that. And that piques your interest. Like, okay, mm. what is this about? And then, you know, when I broke from Christianity, it was like, okay, let me go study Islam. Because also, you know, Farrakhan has a... Has a um, uh, major influence within hip hop, especially back in the nineties yeah. when we came up mm-hmm. uh, with the Million Man March and all this and all that, and you know, especially with the Afrocentricity era, you know, what I'm saying when you know it was Afrocentric, you know, Malcolm X came out, and you know that whole era, you know, it's like yeah. Islam played a, a major role with that. So I pretty much broke off, and the first thing I went to was Islam, and then I kind of like studied the five percent nation. And we talking like two thousand and one. Yeah, I bet you. I bet that you was like oh. Because at first I was thinking ninety eight, ninety nine, but that's when we got first got put on the Nas. Right. But the old one oh two around yeah, that makes sense. Uh I think it back to the the Nas boards. Oh yeah. Ways to break down mad stuff on there, like the whole five percent nation. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was saying, go back to what I was saying earlier. That's where I started getting the information from. Mm-hmm. And like they'll break down certain lyrics and tell stories like um a five percenters said there's pork and jello, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. And they had a whole post breaking down where that came from. Pork and jello, right? Yeah, just that one little piece. Yeah, and, uh, no ideas original, still matic. There you Boom. go. Mm-hmm. And lost tapes too. What that song? That no was uh, that was that song? No ideas original. It's like 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my job. Kids listen five percent of pork, pork and jello. Yeah, we coincide. We in the same life. Yeah, so yeah. You're right. Boom, I'm on point two today. All right, uh, we're one and one. All right, <laughs> hip hop trivia. Let me, let me, let me. Matter of yeah, fact, yeah. That, that's take a good note. one. Yeah, take, take note of that. I'm gonna take note of that one. We're one and one right now. All so right. boom. So yeah, shout out to the Nas BBS boy back in the day. Two thousand. Mm. I was actually on there in like '98. Mm. Right. Uh, right before I am dropped. I was on the, oh, was that's on my, what, the, the dollar. It took you forever to go to your post, man. So I was on the forum. I was on the forum back in them days. So, mm-hmm. so I remember. Well, they wasn't breaking stuff down. In those days, I was just on the site. I was just on the site watching like the. They was playing snippets of the uh, "You Owe Me" video. I was like, oh, that that. I was <laughs> like, that national dollar's about to drop. Was like, that was like yeah, after I am at drop, and then. Uh, so they were playing snippets from uh, the um, You Owe Me video. So I'm like, yo, this album is going to be hot. So then, like, it wasn't until, like, 2001 when I got on the uh, the forum boards and started to, uh, you know, get the get the knowledge, get the science. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why I got the books, like, you know, ISIS Papers or the ISIS Papers, Stolen yeah. Legacy and all that. That's how I got put on. That's the origins of how I got my name and, you know, all of that and getting into the African studies. So back to uh, hip-hop and religion. Um, so definitely, and this is actually a, a free course online what so you ain't gotta wait till it come to uh uta <laughs> what <laughs> so you can get it you can get it in right now so it's actually uh you can uh the university it's a 15-week course mm-hmm. uh and it's not a easy course mm-hmm. you're gonna have to put in work like bun b even says like hey there's a lot of cats coming there talking about yo my mixtape you know what I'm saying <laughs> hey bun b you know here's my mixtape you know put me on it's like and the folks you know get that notion that Oh, hip hop and religion. I got this. You know, especially, you know, you know our people. You know, saying they go in there. I know that was a racist statement, but I can't be racist on my own people. So, <laughs> so, so, you know, it's like, oh, we. I got this. I know hip hop. Well, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and pass this with, yeah, with flying you, colors. You, you know God though. <laughs> you don't know what happened. You make you make a fifty. You don't know half of it. So. Yeah, it's like, oh, Hinduism. What, what, what is what? What? <laughs> Hinduism? Because yeah, because they cover um, they cover uh, Hinduism. They cover it covers atheism and humanism. Mm. One thing that we don't dabble into. As, as a uh, as a race, as a race, yeah, because yeah, we're not allowed to do that. Atheism and humanism, yeah, because those those two ask the question: Who are we? Why are we? Where are we? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it pretty much just puts it in perspective. And um, so, yeah, definitely get it free online. And the free the free online course is only six weeks, okay. but you still got to you know do that work. <laughs> do that on the, over the summer. Knock that out real fast. Okay, we'll see. I fail. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so definitely check that out. Uh, you know, get on your Googles, Google search, hip-hop and religion, Rice University, uh, Professor Bun B, which his name is uh, Bernard Freeman. He wants to be called Professor Freeman. So Professor Bernard Freeman, who is Bun B from UGK, and um, uh, Professor Anthony Penn. You know what's that? I almost got you on a, on a hip-hop trivia that you never would have got. Okay, what was that? I was going to say, uh, can we call him the Professor King of Moving Chickens? But you would know what that is because you don't listen to uh, Murder, Buff, Rotten, Dirty. Boom. That's okay. I won't count that one. Okay, it's all that's good. good. Yeah, that wouldn't have been fair. <laughs> glad, glad you uh, <laughs> took note of that and uh, didn't mark me for that. Mm. So, yeah, so definitely check that out. Uh, and if you have any questions and uh, want to call in and, you know, uh, have any questions or, you know, have an opinion, if you heard any more information about that, the call-in number is 214-431-5062. Now, moving along, virtual reality theme park. Now, this caught my attention just off the name alone. Mm-hmm. And I saw the little picture. I was like, boom, I'm going there. I don't know how I feel about that. As I've seen with uh, Six Flags, I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll be the same price, if not more. And I don't want to be like, oh, I'm riding the ride, but I'm not really riding that ride. <laughs> so I'm going to pay for the, uh, 
pay for the uh, the experience of having my brain think I'm doing something. Hey, this is not uh, this is not um, Universal Studios back in the day when we went. Oh yeah, that was kind of dope though. That was, that was like super fake, but it, it was, was. It, was <laughs> it was dope back when we were like ten. Yeah, by right now, like what? The, the cars are shaking. Yeah, it's <laughs> like going to Chuck E. Cheese and getting on one of those little cars that move around. <laughs> Or he wouldn't enjoy it. I was going to say Angel would enjoy it. He, he gave me the look like, get out of here. But, uh, <laughs> but little, the little kids would enjoy that. They think it's real. So now this, um, why play a game when you can live in it? Virtual worlds built over physical environments. So The Void, this is the name of the park. It's called The Void, and it's an acronym. Shout out to the acronyms. I love sex. C-E-X, Creative Express. So The Void stands for the Vision of Infinite Dimensions. It's a virtual reality entertainment center uh, in Pleasant Grove, UT, in Utah. Mm-hmm. And uh, this wait, wait, what? Utah? I thought it was going to say Pleasant Grove, Texas. Like, what? Oh, no, no. Not <laughs> PG, son. Yeah, that's they, dope. They're not about to take down the fair because that's, <laughs> that's the only. No, no, that's not Dallas. That's different. That's different. Oh, that's not. Ple- well, Pleasant Grove is in that area. No, it was a little bit, it's a little bit further uh, west, uh, east. A little bit further east. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they ain't going down to Pleasant Grove. Now, if you want to get some real <laughs> real life experience, <laughs> <laughs> you want to get some real life experience, <laughs> and you know where, where it goes down at, mm-hmm. you can go there and step into that world. It's a theme park, you know, it's, 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 the theme's going on. Yeah, it's a theme, but you, yeah, you got to have a, a real a real gun on you. It's a r- roller coaster ride <laughs> <laughs> emotions. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, so not, not Pleasant Grove, Texas, mm-hmm. Pleasant Grove, Utah. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is opening in uh, the summer of 2016, so next year. Okay. Now you can actually go to my uh, Facebook page uh, for I Love Sex. That's facebook.com forward slash I Love Sex, and that's C E X, not S E X. And um, watch the video. They actually got a, like a trailer that shows you like you know what you can expect. Okay. Now here's some here's a rundown of what you can expect. Now changing scenery and scenarios. Now you have the uh, like uh, the headset on. Mm-hmm. So what you see. Is you know you'll see like uh, fighting aliens on other planets, uh, you know futuristic uh, cities, um, going into dungeons, creating spells and things like that. So you have the scenery and it's called infinite dimensions. Hmm. So you'll have different sceneries. Okay. All right. Number one. So physical sensations. You said okay. Uh, yeah, I'm on this car that's moving. I know it's moving. I don't. You know, what I'm saying uh-huh. it gives you physical sensations as well. Elevation changes. Okay. Uh, touching structures and objects. I saw in the video where um, in the headset, you're pretty much typing in a code to get access. But when you're actually, you're actually touching a surface that feels similar to what, you know, like what you're seeing. So it pretty much goes hand in hand. So kind of like the minority reporter when they do the whole thing where they slide the screen over and, do, 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 and all that stuff. Right. Okay, cool. It'll actually really be there. Okay. Oh. <laughs> well, Tom Cruise and you see it, but they have to add that in later. But you'll actually see it. Oh, okay. Also, uh, feeling vibrations, air pressure, and uh, simulated liquids and smells. So you get the full experience. This is okay. not just putting a headset on, just see it, and then uh, you just walking. And it's like, <laughs> okay, I'm just walking on a beach, and it's a never-ending beach. You're just walking. So it's like you, you have a, a gun. You can play. You know, it's a, it's a multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the person that you're playing with, they'll be with you. You'll see them in the virtual reality, and as they move to different areas, it'll track them. So they'll see... You'll see everything. Hmm. And then, like, uh, you might be holding, like, a, something in your hand, um, and it's like a, light, it's like a, a lantern, you know, to light up the room. Mm-hmm. And you're just, like, holding, like, a box with a, you know, with a handle <laughs> on it. But, it's, you know, but you get the sensation that, okay, I'm actually holding this, this, uh, this lantern with the light. So mm-hmm. it's actually immersed. And okay. this is uh, actually what I've been waiting for. I've actually been waiting for this because I know, me understanding the mind, I know the importance of how... 
you create your perception. What you see is a reflection of, you know, what you think. So if I can alter that through a virtual reality, imagine how many different things I can do. That's fair. And this brings to my mind the Matrix. When they plug up, plug you up in the Matrix and you go in there and do your thing, same thing. So may I'm, not be as advanced yet. Okay, I was like, I, I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna be able to put the glasses on and no kung fu in about 20 minutes. That'd be great. I would maybe, love it. Maybe in the future, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, I'm pretty sure there are organizations that are working on stuff like that. You know, like learning boxing through uh, a simulated uh, world, a virtual reality, uh, where you will learn it faster than you know going to the gym. I wonder how they do that. Like, because there's certain muscle memory things you got to have to learn, that, and that takes years to build. So I wonder how. Well, the mind is so strong. Yeah, okay. They can speed, I got it. They can speed that process up. You that's ain't got to spend. That's true. You ain't got to spend ten years, fifteen years with uh, Customato. <laughs> you ain't got to spend fifteen years with Customato. Uh, Recipes, Customato. Mm. Uh, I'll just say Freddie Roach. Or uh, uh, I, I wouldn't want to spend any time with Freddie Roach. I thought about the fight I saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, or uh, Floyd uh, Mayweather Senior. Well, you kind of crazy, Ro- but yeah, Roger, that's... We- Roger Mayweather. Yeah. That, I'm just, sure, just I know, I know. The top people, like, <laughs> off the top of my head because I don't really follow boxing to that degree. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, this will speed up. You know, just based on how technology is, and you know, it can it can speed up the process. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that from okay. that standpoint. So so yeah, definitely. Uh, like I said, it reminds me of the Matrix, and you know how you know if you've seen the movie Matrix, you know, plug you in, you learn how to fly a helicopter, learn how to you know get over your fears of of, of jumping buildings, and you know. Uh, Learning jujitsu and all these you know different things, you just plug you in and then you 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 good. You know, I'll think of that like you brought the whole jumping buildings and things of that nature. So it would be kind of like the dream the dream sequence. You know, when he was jumping the building and he fell down, and then you wake up and he, in the movie like unplugged him, like hey, you have to have the confidence to jump. Right. But like when you're dreaming, you have the dream you're falling. Oh my god! And just so you wake up. Right. What if it's kind of like the same thing? It is the same thing. Oh, okay, cool. I would assume. Well, I ain't gonna say I assume. <laughs> you're very sure. I was like, okay, let me be quiet. No, I, I know. I know it would be the same thing because in your dream, you're the because re- it's pretty much it's still a simulated world. It's not simulated. You're, the, you're in the inner worlds, but it has that same effect because you really think you're falling then you wake up and sweat and be like oh man I almost got almost got murdered I almost got murdered like if somebody coming after you after you with a gun or you know you're falling from a building I almost got killed mm-hmm. you know, I almost died and you really think it's real so being that the uh, the void has all these sensations you know and it's not just visual you got the sound you got the visual you got the like I said smells you got the you got all of your senses immersed into this virtual reality and it's just looking at um, the Oculus Rift if you ever heard of the Oculus Rift, it's the... Uh, no way. No, you haven't heard of it? No way. <laughs> oh. Facebook just bought them out for a bill. Nice. Shout out to Facebook. I know, right? The uh, Oculus Rift was a uh, like the leading uh, virtual reality headset. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I, got, I did see that. Okay. Yeah, so they... they pre- I'm just looking at... Um, Looking at different videos of people like just got the headset on. They ain't in. They ain't in the uh, like you know. Like I said, with this the void. They have. They actually have also the uh, the ride like the little two seater, whereas you know it emulates as you like flying over cities and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or you're engaging in combat. You know, uh, in the air. You know, so with the Oculus Rift, people were like bugging out with just the the headset on, and as they they were just doing a regular roller coaster ride, and then people were like ah. Like really getting traumatized because they thinking that they going down the roller coaster and they and just standing and up. They, they standing like, up. <laughs> they ain't even sitting down. They just standing up with the headset on, and it, it also has triggered you know uh, seizures and stuff like that. There's still some 
some kinks that they got to work out. They, they, weren't, they weren't about that life. Or <laughs> they weren't about that life. <laughs> yeah, they weren't. One dude, uh, <laughs> I think one dude, if I'm not mistaken, he screamed and like, please take this off me. <laughs> like, brother, you. <laughs> you that here, bro. <laughs> so, but like that just shows you how powerful it is. Like, yeah, true. I just put this headset on. I know this is a, a virtual reality, but I'm still screaming, somebody come take this off because it feels so real. Yeah, true. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so I'll be in Utah next year. I know. I was like, I was like you go to Utah? You go to Pleasant Grove? Yeah, we'll yeah, see if I can find some jobs. Some jobs now. <laughs> some jobs in Utah? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> hey, I work in the apartment industry, so there's always apartments that's gonna be open looking for positions. You know, this is crazy. I don't think there's any apartments in Utah. There's farmlands and homes. <laughs> that's all you got. Are there any? Oh, never. I'm say Salt Lake City. <laughs> Are there any cities in Utah? <laughs> that shows your, Grove. Shows, shows your ignorance. I know, right? <laughs> So, yeah, definitely check that out. Like I said, you can go to my Facebook fan page, uh, facebook.com forward slash I love sex. That's C-E-X, not S-E-X. And uh, watch that video for The Void, the virtual reality theme park coming to Pleasant Grove, Utah in the summer of 2016. If you uh, And I want to hear your thoughts about uh, virtual reality, the virtual reality theme park and, um, and what are some of the benefits that you think that you would experience. So the call-in number is 214-431-5062. So we're going to move along to the next topic. The fashion library. Okay. Boom. Okay. Fashion libra- library. Uh, Lena, the fashion library, that's what it's called. It's in Amsterdam. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be around the way. Yeah. Uh, customers can come in whenever they want and check out an outfit. If they want a new outfit, they can swap out the one they checked out previously and get a new one. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Musty shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Things of that nature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they keep it clean. Not saying they don't. It just it just feels <laughs> weird, like borrowing clothes from people you don't know. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's innovative. I'll say that it's very innovative. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they got dry cleaning uh, on deck. Yeah, yeah. You make sure the must is not in the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> like this shirt smells like a <laughs> little conja. I don't like that. No. <laughs> so yeah, then you get bagged. <laughs> yeah, no, right. No, you answer that. You good. You oh, oh yeah, yeah, you good. Okay, you're yeah, good. Yeah, you're yeah. good. Weed is uh, legalized in Amsterdam. Yeah, so so you you'll be all right. Okay, yeah, boom. So it may it may smell like the ganja. You might be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so this tackles the issue of overconsumption and the fast fashion society. Sure. So you know they were talking about how you know we have like uh you know like ten pounds of clothes every year that we just got sent to the side and then like every like you know cast that be on the Jordans or just the new fashions they always like yo I gotta get this new shirt I gotta get this new scarf I gotta get this new jacket I gotta get these new pants I gotta get these new sh- you know just all around so we got like this the hoarding culture of you know clothes. So this company um Lena the fashion the fashion library they are taking in these clothes that people don't want anymore and they are making them for rent. Okay, that's so, a smart idea. All right, so yeah, so what are you gonna say? That's it. The reason why it does not apply to me, as you can, well, you, as you can see, I get my clothes from the uh, the great store of uh, UPS. Okay, shout out to UPS. I know UPS have been supplying my clothes for the last four years. Okay, shout them out. Yeah, do I do I get uh, an incentive for uh, you know because I'm actually I'm live on air to millions of people worldwide. Shouting but, out UPS. That's actually free promo. Well, see, the problem is for them to get a shirt, they'd come work for us. Mm. Yes, don't okay. be mad. UPS is hiring, as always. Yes, they've been hiring since Biggie. <laughs> you got one <laughs> because if you catch that one, okay. That's, that's, oh, well, that's what song did that come from? What song did that come from? Um, remix of uh, Flavor Year. Okay, boom. I didn't even know that. What? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the, him saying like, "Yeah, UPS is hiring." Yeah, 
Yeah, that, that's, that's, that, that was his. That one in the... I get more bust than ashtrays, which I think was a trash line, but we're not going to go there. We're not, we're not ready for that we're yet. Save that to the last second. Yes. <laughs> yes. So boom. So, and before I go into any more about the, uh, the fashion library, Lena, the fashion library, I'm going to another, uh, song break. This dope music that I got on deck. Again, this is Fishbowl Radio Network. You are listening to Practice Safe Sex, which stands for Practice Searching and Finding Endless Creative Expression. You are listening to, or I am your host, Kim Naki. I got my co-host next, with, uh, co-host with me, Chris. Mm-hmm. That sounds so plain. I know. Well, well. As you, when you, we get into my segment, you will see I have many names. Okay, so it's Chris for now. He will be somebody else. Uh, the last segment. Yes. So again, the call-in number is two one four four three one five zero six two. What if I mess up and I give out my number? <laughs> <laughs> give out my number by accident. Not thinking. But yeah, two one four four three one five zero six two. And again, I want to hear from you. Want to hear your opinions, questions, anything you have. Want to hear hear from you. Uh, so the next song we're going to get into is a instrumental. By uh, J.R. Jarris and Abjo collaboration and their song Golden Vibes here on Practice Safe Sex. night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on Life Choice Radio. FishbowlRadioNetwork.com Jump in! Alright, this is Fishbowl Radio Network and you are listening to Practice Safe Sex which stands for Practice Searching and Finding Endless Creative Expression. I am your host, Kim Naki. Got my co-host next to me, my brother, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so 
though. Well, we, we have we have more names coming. I'm, I have I'm Chris just, in the building. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> hey, no, no DJ Chris. Uh, no, no, as you can tell, not a DJ. Chris the Misfit. We can ride with that. We, okay. we, we, we'll rock with that for right now. Chris the Misfit. Yes. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, don't say scooter. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you just said it. I didn't say it. Um, Chris Misfit was the brother back in the day. Um, I'm not Chris anymore. More who's not king? Uh, <laughs> oh, so yeah. we're 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 scratch that name. Yeah, scratch that name. But if he's out there, shout out to Chris. Misfit. Shout out to Chris Misfit, Caribbean <laughs> Grill, 2002. Uh, Chris Misfit. Can, can, I like, be, can, I, can I be Paper Sack Brown? That's <laughs> how I want to be. Yo, Chris Misfit, I need for you to call in, brother. So make sure you're still alive. <laughs> See, so that just hit me. I was like, I was like, where did I get that name from? I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. Chris Misfit <laughs> with that song. I'm not Chris anymore, more. Who's knocking at my door, door? So shout out to Chris Misfit. The Dallas Classics. Dallas Legends. Yeah. <laughs> we do a Dallas Legends series. <laughs> <laughs> so, boom. So... Call in number 214-431-5062. Uh, the song you just heard was J.R. Jarris and Abjo collaboration, the instrumental, Golden Vibes. I think that's just a uh, song that they just put out there and they collaborated and he just put it out there because I didn't see any attachment to any albums or anything like that. But Dope Beat. Yeah. Where did that Where did that sample come from? We said, well, Electric Reaction. Tribe Called Quest. Represent, represent, Zen. Boom. <laughs> Midnight Marauders album. Great album. Was that 93? 93 Word 93 That was a nice year Exactly That's the year that we went to uh, LA The LA year? Yeah it was that year Well it may have been 94 I think it was 94 I had to go back and see when Aaliyah Back and Forth came out That's the one thing I remember about the trip Is uh, the two things Would be the Midnight Marauders album And uh, Aaliyah Back and Forth The first time I heard that I think we were just driving down uh, Whatever freeway was in LA Sun shining That song come on It's like oh snap This is what LA is about You got a Leo playing in the background <laughs> and Back doing, uh, doing the sloop dance And <laughs> like we just vibing So yeah that was that was a nice little year Was it 93? Ni- I think Well I think it came out in 93 I think we went to LA in 94 Okay So I remember boom okay, I'm, about to go, I'm about to reminisce real quick uh, SWV album Or the um, What the first one First one Yeah yeah I mean the first one Sister with Voices Sister with Voices Yeah I think that was the self titled album So boom So I remember that album Mm-hmm. I remember uh, Eric B. and Rakim. You know, Pop's Use Jam. That came out in 89, though. I know it came out. I'm talking about I'm reminiscing. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> no, that's what with uh, <laughs> I want to know what's on your mind. Exactly. Hey, I. Yeah, I read that. Exactly. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Midnight Star on that one. Boom. He knows his, he knows his music. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so what else was on that? LL Cool J albums. LL Cool G. LL Cool G We'll say that for the next, we'll say that for the next segment. <laughs> um... No, the only thing we listen to, I know, it was George Howard, SWV. Rest in peace, George Howard. Word, rest in peace, George Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, George Howard. Uh, uh, oh, SWV. I had the, uh, well, Pops had it, but I was listening to the Diary of Mad Man Jodeci album. What? Um, In the backseat, oh, y'all get Pop, off. That was Pops' album? Yeah, yeah uh-huh. he had it. But okay. I, I was listening to it. Oh, I thought that was your album. No, it might. Oh, you, you weren't working. How did you get it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you only like eight years old. <laughs> oh, Columbia House. <laughs> Oh yeah, we got the Quah album. What? Quah, boom, quote, 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 yeah, quote, yeah, quote, yeah, uh, yeah. Penny, you get buy buy uh, get twelve quote. CDs for a penny, yeah, yeah, twelve CDs for a penny. Yeah, we never got the, anything after that. <laughs> the credits all messed up right now. <laughs> boom. <laughs> know how many albums we got? Now speaking of like, uh, well, that's kind of like borderline renting albums. 
as I was <laughs> discussing in the first segment. Just a recap of the first segment. This is the second segment. Uh, practice safe sex. Well, practice safe sex stands for practice searching and finding endless creative expression. I am your host, Kim Naki. I got my co-host, Chris. Uh, I was about to say Chris Misfit. <laughs> I say Chris Misfit. I'm not uh, Chris anymore, sir. I got you. <laughs> we'll, we'll reveal who, who you are in the last segment. Uh, the caller number is 214-431-5062. And uh, I think I'm supposed to have, like, Skype open. Oh, yeah, it is open. I'm like, that's the reason why people are not calling, because Skype is not <laughs> logged into Skype. So it is up. So, yeah, 214-431-5062. Again, uh, so last segment, uh, I talked about... Hip hop and religion, of course, uh, taught by Professor uh, Anthony Penn and uh, Professor uh, Bernard Freeman, uh, known as Bun B in these streets. Yes. Uh, Bun B from UGK. Uh, they have a, uh, a course that they're teaching at Rice University. Well, I thought she was smoking. <laughs> I thought he had the. I he had <laughs> the vapor. The, <laughs> the vapor. I saw some smoke. I thought I saw some smoke. But, uh, my pocket. I got distracted a little bit. But um, of course, that they're teaching at Rice University in Houston, Texas, uh, discussing hip hop and religion, how they overlap. How they the interrelation between the two, uh, very interesting. Uh, I spoke about the uh, virtual reality theme park out in uh, Pleasant Grove, Utah, uh, which is coming in uh, summer of 2016. Immerse yourself. Don't play the video game. Live the video game. And then I also talked about lastly uh, before I closed out was uh, a fashion library. Lena, the fashion library, out in uh, Amsterdam. Was that Sweden? Amsterdam, ooh, I never knew where Amsterdam was. I never thought about that. I flunked uh, geology. Ge- <laughs> geography. Well, you said geology. Oh, yeah, geology is different. <laughs> it's sad because I failed geology, so I sh- shame on me. Yeah, My bad. You failed, failed both of them. <laughs> yes, Geography and geology. Yes, so I, I will be, I'll, I'll be returning to TCC <laughs> as of next semester. Get those, pre- get those prerequisites in order. Exactly. So, boom, uh, I don't even know where Amsterdam I know where it's at, but I don't no, know. Like, what? Sweden. I think it is just Amsterdam. There's Sweden is in Amsterdam. No, Sweden is a country. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind my. Uh, I think we move on for this conversation. <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about something else. <laughs> you kicked out the show. <laughs> it's in Amsterdam. That's, that's, just, how that's, all, that's all you need to know. It's in Amsterdam. Uh, <laughs> Google it. <laughs> yeah, Google it. Yeah. So it's in Amsterdam. This is uh, Alina, the fashion library, uh, where they allow you to, you know, they receive clothes from, you know, just random people. Uh, they store it, and I'm assuming that they wash it as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, they allow you to rent clothes. If I want to get an outfit, I go down to Alina's. Go check it out, go go rock it, and then come back and go get another outfit. I think they didn't come out with the uh, Lena's Big and Tall store for us uh, rotund folks like <laughs> myself. Oh, the fluffies, the fluffies, <laughs> the fluffy folks, <laughs> the, the huskers. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm I like, oh, I just looked at, the, I just saw the pictures. I didn't like, I didn't see like the inventory. They actually have a website. Uh, let me go ahead and plug the website: uh, Lena. That's L E N A. Uh, slash or hyphen library.com that's lena l-e-n-a uh, hyphen mm-hmm. library.com I didn't even get a chance to check out the inventory but they have like a lot of retro like a lot of retro stuff you know what's sad I was sitting there thinking that in my head like you probably got the got the bell bottoms and like the the, the messed up tight shirts these were back in the 70s and looking, thank you for confirming that uh, looking like uh, Remy Shan <laughs> take a message for my love <laughs> great song <laughs> by the way shout out to Remy Shan uh, not dissing your, your uh, choice of clothing uh, yeah, that's 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 nineties R and B. Neo Soul is that Neo Soul? Yeah, Neo Soul. He, yeah. he rocked two koofies. <laughs> Why wear two koofies? Super knowledge. I know, right? He knows the science. Yeah, right. Shout out to the gods on the earth. Uh, <laughs> so the library. So a lot of retro clothes uh, with the library. So my thing with that was, um, and again, it tackles the issue of overconsumption and this fast fast 
fashion society. So instead of throwing these clothes in the garbage, now you can rent the clothes. What are some of the kids in Africa? What about the babies? They don't want to wear the retro stuff. <laughs> I want to put that on. I don't worry that. <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> Rather be naked. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is probably what they would say. You're <laughs> all so, facts. <laughs> facts. <Straight> facts. <laughs> Hashtag. So, uh, but the thing that I have about this library is, uh, you remember back in the day with the books? <laughs> what about your <laughs> I still have books. I still have books from the 90s. I haven't turned in. I got it on my credit. <laughs> Yo, I got books from... Not to that book back, but I remember one specific book that I kept like all the way up to high school for <laughs> elementary school, and the book was called uh, "Dogs Don't Tell Jokes." I need to find that book again because that was my favorite book when I was a kid. It's about this dude trying to be a comedian, but he was corny. It's hilarious. It's like a little uh, elementary school kid trying to be a comedian, but it was corny. But I kept that book. I went to high school and finally I went back up there to give it back. <laughs> so is that five hundred dollar book? <laughs> was it worth credit? it? Is it on your credit? I, I don't know, and I don't care. I, I, I'm not pulling my credit score up just to find out if dogs don't tell jokes is on there. But I do have some books from the library back in a from from a, an unknown city. <laughs> I don't want them coming after me. The fans watch. They got the yeah, fans, fans watch. Fans do listen to the show. I know, right? They listen to keywords. Overdue. The IRS listen. <laughs> shout out to the fans. <laughs> yeah, shout them out. Uh, so yeah, that was my only thing. Like, I like the shirt. <laughs> I don't want to give it back. So you try. Then you know you try to go in there. Act like you never got the shirt, and then you try to go get another shirt. But like, yes, sir, you got like uh, three retro shirts that <laughs> like, you haven't turned in. Y'all turned that in like three weeks ago. What are you talking about, son? Yo, I swear. I swear. Like, I you saw me. You saw me, right? Like, no, I did not right. see you. You haven't been in here, sir. <laughs> what? Not too many people come in this in this uh, vicinity <laughs> shop. Okay. <laughs> so another thing I want to touch on is uh, outside of the you know over uh, overdue retro shirts <laughs> is the uh, what else can you can we rent what else can we rent like you got clothes like okay rest in peace the blockbuster video no, you know what i'm saying they, they those were good days yeah they they set the uh they set the stage for th- this library mm-hmm. uh what else can we rent like okay we got netflix we got hulu you know renting movies and renting stuff like that you know mm-hmm. in a new way but what else can we rent and have a library for hats mm. That was totally random. I look at your hat. That's about, yeah, we'll go with hats. I don't want to wear your hat. <laughs> That's very true. You might have lice. That's very true. But <laughs> black, people can't get, black people can't get lice. Okay. You might wear too much Dax grease. <laughs> that is, that's something that can't happen. Pro style. You know, these S-curls these days do get. Somebody might have the Jerry. Yeah. Hey, it might make, make me attempt to have a hairline with a little, <laughs> little grease on that front part. It'll be all right. Yeah, you might have the, uh, the Wave Nouveau, the, the Jerry curl. Way. You might stain the hat. I don't want to wear the hat after you wear the hat, so that's that's not a good business. Maybe phones. Phones. Look at the angels. That is random. Just what about at microphones? I'm looking at a microphone right now. What about a microphone? Hey, so you might need it, like as we are right now. Maybe uh, microphones are down. I need a quick microphone. Let me go to Lena's. Grab a mic. Come down. Check it out. Get yeah. my uh, get my card. There Check you go. it out. Hmm. I didn't have anything. I don't have anything either. Yeah, no. I didn't really give too much thought. I was <laughs> like, hey, let me just throw that question out there and see, you know. Hey, maybe the, the people listening, you know, I got about uh, like eight listeners. You know, hey, call in. Shout out to the eight listeners. Boom. What? Yeah, what are some things that you see that we could uh, rent? Like uh, books back in the day, like Blockbuster Video. What can we rent nowadays? You got anything, Sudo? No. <laughs> he said, no way. <laughs> no way. I've got anything. No way. <laughs> I'm not giving away my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be a <made> tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah, yo, this uh, brought out like actually I uh, remember there was an article I read on uh, 
um, one of my news feeds. Uh, I forgot where I got it from, but there's a brother out in Harlem. Harlem's known for creating. Uh, mm. Troy Reed, first ever sneaker pawn shop. What? Sneaker pawn shop. I was thinking about sneakers, but I was thinking about what they mess them up. Yeah, like. Those shoes is not coming back. <laughs> if I check those shoes out, they're not coming back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get hands on the likes of uh, the Concord 11s, the, the, the patent leather joints. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not taking those back. <laughs> I'm not bringing those back. But he, he is similar. It's not the same thing as renting, but he has a, uh, a pawn shop for sneakers to where, yo, you need that cash and you got that. Like we were talking about overconsumption. Mm-hmm. You know, brothers be having like uh, 100 pairs of, of J's. They got a, a two-bedroom apartment. They sleep in one room. Or they <laughs> probably sleep they on the couch and the two rooms are for the shoes. You know, actually, I've, I've seen that before, so <laughs> that's not surprising. It's not far-fetched. Yeah. So if you need some cash... You can take them J's down to, you can take them Concord 11s, patent leather, mm-hmm. limited editions, Space mm-hmm. Jam editions, down to uh, the sneaker store. Uh, I don't even know what the name is. It's the Sneaker Pawn Shop. But you can go to www.sneakerpawnusa.com. You can check this brother, Troy Reed, out. Harlem, represent. They don't work. They yeah, don't have bosses. They, they, they are their own bosses. Are they right? Shout out to Damon Dash. It's except for Charlie Clips. <laughs> no. y'all, okay. y'all eight will catch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. we'll, we'll talk about that in the, in, yes. in the <laughs> sex in the sex in the city segment. We'll mm-hmm. talk about the uh, the rap battles, Charlie Clips, and all that. But mm-hmm. Harlem, you know, what I'm saying so sneaker pawn shop. Mm-hmm. So boom. So if you need some money, you got those sneakers sitting to the side. You can go pawn it, get your money, and then you can go get them shoes back if you got that money plus interest. Well, how much they give me for the the, the, the dusty polo boots I got in the closet? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me get these Forrest Gump uh, <laughs> Cortez. <laughs> They got the red ones, the eighty two, actually from eighty two. Yeah, you uh, know what? Those actually are dope when they were when they weren't when they were dirty. <laughs> but like, if you have some official Cortezes, they, yeah, they're worth some money. Yeah, I I need those Cortezes. I, I remember back when I was in uh in uh what was it high school? That's what they were gonna rock. We were gonna buy all Cortezes, like all different colors, and that was gonna be our style. Mm-hmm. Then buy one <laughs> one pair of Cortezes, and, and still to this day have not bought one pair of Cortezes. Mm-hmm. So so much for going. See, I just have a problem with following through with things. If you make that trip out to Harlem, USA, well, you can probably go on, you know, Amazon or what have you. Yeah, you Zappos yeah, or whatever. Yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking it's 1990s. Yeah, you make that trip out to Harlem, <laughs> see if they have one on, uh, on reserve. Somebody didn't, didn't come back with that money. you will come back. We're going to drive 24 hours and get some Cortez. <laughs> Paying the same price you pay them at, uh, at Foot Locker. Yeah, it's terrible. Word. It's terrible. So, moving along. So, that was, uh, so, yeah, I want to hear what you have to, uh, your thoughts on this uh, fashion library, you know, I want to see one in the U- United States. Mm-hmm. Hey, we might can start some with some some real some live clothes, like no retro clothes, some live clothes. Get like some true religions. Like what what, what do kids wear these days? Like I'm out of style. I go shop at Walmart. I, I shop at Walmart. Mm-hmm. I wear the only thing I wear of name brand besides my great uh, UPS shirts. Uh, shout out uh, UPS doc. Not really. Not yeah. Not, this boy. Not. This boy is uh, <laughs> UPS to the death. I know. <laughs> Sorry. I get free shirts. That's all I can say about that. Um, but I wear like Levi's, so that's like the only thing of name brand that I wear. So Levi's, that's all you get at me. Okay, so all my uh, creative thinkers out there, I need to see a library soon with some uh, some in up to date clothing. I would definitely go there and uh, check some clothes out. Yeah, I think the Trues are still still in the are still in style. The trunk fit and uh, all of them. I don't know. Do people wear trunk fit? I don't know. Do people still wear the uh, I'm wearing the BBC, go- the Billionaire Boys Club, the Pharrell know. joints? I don't think so. I'm still wearing fade. I'm wearing faded glories. Mm-hmm. Th- those Walmart, those. Walmart brand. I, I, I do have a faded glory of polo that I wear to work that they get they hate on because black. That means I'm a full timer. I'm not a full timer though. 
but they hate on it. But it makes me feel comfortable, nice and uh, it reflects the heat well. So that's oh, why okay. I wear that shirt. Boom. So shout, shout out to Walmart. <laughs> shout out to Walmart right now. Pay the glory. Yeah. So moving along, let's go into this film. Uh, I got this documentary, uh, Century of Self. It's a documentary about how those in power have used Sigmund Freud's theories to try and control the dangerous crowd in an age of mass de- democracy. Uh, Sigmund Freud, the founder of psychoanalysis, changed the perception of the human mind and its works profoundly. Now, this uh, I saw this like three years ago. I didn't really get a chance to rewatch it. But Thanks I, for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just have to, I have to be honest. Because this show, I'm being more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I'm being more vulnerable with, uh, you know, expressing myself. And, you know, I'm not afraid to let people know what it is. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen this documentary in like three years. But being that I haven't seen it in three years and it came up to my mind, it's a very powerful documentary. Sure. So, boom. So Sigmund Freud's nephew, Edward Bernay, mm-hmm. uh, takes Sigmund Freud's, uh, you know, his ideas and, you know, his things, his studies about the mind and brings it back to the U.S. And mm-hmm. what does he find? Oh, he finds the public relations, the industry of the public relations. This is back in the 20s. Mm-hmm. So he's, one of the, he's credited as one of the first people to um, integrate uh, psychological techniques within advertising. Mm. So this four-part series is a four-part documentary, so it's like four hours long. Mm-hmm. Great documentary. Uh, part one deals with the relationship between Freud and Bernay and how Bernay began using the psychology within advertising. Uh, part two explores how those in power during post-war America used Freud's ideas about the unconscious mind to attempt to control the masses. Uh, part three uh, talks about radical groups of psychotherapists challenging the influence of Freudian ideas, uh, which led to, to uh, the creation of a new political movement, which sought to create a new paradigm of freedom, i.e. the hippie movement. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the last part uh, explains how politicians use the same techniques to read and manipulate the inner desires of the masses. Interesting. Now, going back to the beginning where you say you took the back in the 1920s, mm-hmm. if you know your history, where everybody knows 39, was it 39? 29. When, 29 when the Great Depression happened? Yeah. So, if so you, knew, you don't know your history. I do not know. <laughs> but 39, like 39 was when the uh, World War uh, World War uh, Two started. So my apologies on that. 29, Great Depression. Mm-hmm. So if you know what, ha- what was happening before then, it was the boom in 20s. Right. So, yes, consumerism was at all-time high. Mm-hmm. Money was flowing everywhere. So... That kind of plays into that, so that's kind of interesting mm-hmm. to see where the mind frame or, wh- or how it got that way mm-hmm. and what caused the uh, Great Depression. Right. That's interesting. I can go back and study that stuff because that yeah. time was very interesting. All right. So, but yeah. So, yeah. So, so definitely if you understand, you know, just taking a step further, if you understand the mind and, you know, the, uh, the power of the mind, um, you know, we got cats, you know, talking about, you know, the Illuminati and, you know, symbolism and, you know, how... How are people going day to day like zombies? Like they, you know, you look at, you know, look outside and you see everybody just following the same suit, talking the same, talking about what they saw in mass media, dressing the same, thinking the same, looking the same, all around. Hmm. And you know, we don't ever stop to think like, how is that possible? Like, why are we so entrained to uh, or trained to uh, follow suit? As to what they tell you to do, everybody's working a nine to five job. Nobody really wants to step outside of that. Everybody's in these in the in these boxes in regards to how they think and all that. So this actually breaks down how this was introduced into uh, mass society and how you know consumerism took off after the Great Depression uh, in the fifties and sixties and things like that. How that just took it took it to the to the, to the next level. Like one of the things I remember, you know, if I remember correctly. Um, it was talking about how they, how he 
was able to get women to start smoking. Hmm. Because that was like unpopular. Women didn't smoke. It was like a, a male thing. Like men smoked. So how he was able to manipulate that and then was able to get women to start smoking. And then that became like a national phenomenon. Women just start smoking everywhere. And then also he talked about, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, um, getting women to begin to, uh, and I could be wrong, but I remember there was one segment they were talking about how women didn't really cook. They, I mean, you get the image of Joan Cleaver and all that, yeah. you know, the housewife. That was the 50s, that. though. Yeah. Right. Like 40s and th- 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess how it created the, uh, the, the, Joan. Cle- the, the Joan Cleaver. But um, he said, you know, baking a cake, you know, it's like, oh, all these different ingredients and all this work. All he did was, you know, like he took the mix to bake the cake. And then all he did was say, hey, all you got to do is add this egg and mix it. And then, boom, that created, like, the whole phenomenon of... Because it made it easier. It's like, oh, all I got to do is just add egg, uh, crack the egg, and oh, mix. Oh, yeah, because you better yeast and all that other stuff. Yeah, before okay. you have to, like, yeah, scratch true. it from scratch. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, mm. add egg. All you got to do is just add the egg, mix it with this water. You're good. You can bake a cake. Now you're a uh, certified housewife. I'm kind of interested because how, if the woman wasn't cooking, the man definitely wasn't cooking because he was at work <laughs> at work all day. McDonald's wasn't popping back then. <laughs> so, so, so they eat the, eat the kids? <laughs> they eat the horse outside or something? <laughs> they probably did. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, that's why I got to say I got to go back and watch it. Because like I said, I haven't watched it in three years. But I remember that those, those two things, the smoking <laughs> with women. And I remember the uh, the cake. It was like, just add the egg. That's all you got to do. And then like that blew up. And like what? Psych- psychologically, wow. That that created that whole trend. Now, the whole thing with the cigarettes, I'm thinking back to like, you know, how the... The long cigarette with that little metal thing at the end mm-hmm. that the women used to always smoke. So that's like that's kind of dope how they did that. So mm-hmm. yeah, they made it. I think that was one thing he used. He made it sexy, mm-hmm. made it more appealing to the woman because, like I said, back then you just saw men smoking. That's all. So he made it more appealing, and then that's when I guess like what you just described. Mm-hmm. That's one way how he triggered the the mind and okay. and caused them to uh, to begin smoking. Mm-hmm. Made it popular. Don't be smoking, Angel. Yeah, boom. Even though you see your uncle smoking these e-cigs. They're not cool. <laughs> <laughs> but he's going to smoke quick hours. <laughs> he's going to do what he want to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely uh, Century Itself documentary. Uh, yeah, I think I caught an, another segment uh, where it's talking about the uh, radical groups mm-hmm. and how they were. Because um, it's like um, that whole segment, I, like I said, is, is very blurry. Because I think if it's this documentary or another i'm not gonna mess it up so i'm, I'm just gonna scratch that off the list i'm not even gonna try to go into detail but yeah definitely check out the uh the docu- documentary century itself see how uh psychological techniques have been used to get over on you word and i want to hear your thoughts you know you cast up here talking about the illuminati or you don't believe in the illuminati and i'm not saying this is and i'm not saying this is the Illumin- the work of the illuminati mm-hmm. but this goes into how they're able to the people the power elite are able to control the globe with these techniques mm-hmm. and then you know just me and just add to it just me that's the reason why i study the mind because i see how its effect and you know just little symbols can trigger certain things and it can unleash certain desires that are embedded deep within the mind that's true so call me call in if you feel you're being manipulated by the mass media you know, <laughs> the number is 214-431-5062 uh, again you're listening to practice safe sex well, practice Safe Sex stands for Practice Searching and Finding Endless Creative Expression. I am Kim Naki with my co-host, Chris. 
<laughs> I, I put emphasis on it this time. Chris. You know what? In, in, in the uh, in, in the way just to make it uh, like we are marketing our great company of Fishbowl. Next, you call me Chris Fishbowl. How about that? <laughs> Chris Fishbowl. <laughs> I think you can see for that. We'll talk to Sammy I after that. I'll take that back. Sorry, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Fishbowl. And when we go talk to her after that, tell us the name of your show. Chris Fishbowl. <laughs> <laughs> so next story I got. Sudu is going to like this. My son, Sudu. Sonny Duwops, Angel Naki. Father and son team, $1.3 million annually. Not just $1.3 million one time, one WAP. <laughs> annually. $1.3 million annually off of YouTube. Now, Jared, the father, and Evan, the son, have a show on YouTube called Evan Tube HD. The father directs as the son reviews toys. Man, don't drool. <laughs> He's like, what? We can do YouTube videos? So they've been doing this since 2011, you know, just posting, uh, you know, just random video, random videos, you know, uh, with the page. Now, the father one day decides to click the monetize button on the YouTube settings, and he saw, like, oh, I got some money in my AdSense account. It wasn't that much, but he was like, wow. The thought in his mind was, okay, I can use this as uh, a means to put my son in college. This is his, his fun for college. Then he got greedy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so the son became a slave <laughs> so yeah so uh so he saw that that triggered the the thought like you know this is for my son's uh tuition mm-hmm. in the future now you know i think uh evan is like uh, i don't even know how old he is i think he's like angel's age like 10 11 mm-hmm. uh, around that age so he's like okay so he has the intention now this money can be used for my college maybe my son's college intuition and then boom they just start start growing and growing. They kept continuously, but be, be, kept being consistent. And you know, the money start coming in, growing and growing. Now again, he reviews toys, so found his niche, got in. Kids reviewing toys, different toys that they like, that he likes toys, and just reviewing toys. And if you know, uh, with YouTube, that's a big business. Like whether it be video games, toys, or any type of product, mm-hmm. you get a lot of free stuff. Yeah, if you review. Yeah. Products, yes, I've seen. Like I play um, Call of Duty, Advanced Warfare, um, and there's a guy called uh, T Martin, uh, T Martin with T Martin, mm-hmm. and he like does videos, informative videos, but he's like shows like some of the stuff he got from that. Like he just bought like a a souped up uh, Nissan, uh, I got the name GTR or something like that. Mm-hmm. Got him, got a, a nice little house. Mm-hmm. Got all this stuff and all the free stuff, you know. He gives he gives it out like, hey, uh, comment, you can get a free free uh, Bluetooth headset mm-hmm. worth like one hundred fifty two hundred dollars. They mm-hmm. give it to him for free, mm-hmm. so mad stuff you can get for free, and then mad money to be made, which is crazy. Come like look at his uh, views; he getting like a million, two million views off of like, a five minute video talking about, oh, this gun here is the best gun because it does blah 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 blah. Two million views, mm. like what? Very simple, like yeah. two minute video, three minute video, yeah, simple. Yeah, but mm. build up that core audience. So, oh yeah, like I said, you find your niche, and you know consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, you can pretty much build that audience. Now they're at a bill; they got a billion views. Some of his videos have a billion views. A video, one video, a billion views. A billion views. Maybe I read that wrong. I think it was a billion. If you have a billion, what, what toy did he review? I don't know. <laughs> tickle me Elmo, probably. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so the show got bigger and bigger, and then they did a spinoff show called uh, Evan Tube Raw. With <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. 
guess I, I guess they got a lot of views now. <laughs> Just the name or on the strip of the name. But uh his little sister and his mother <laughs> What? His mother and little sister, <laughs> Alicia and Jillian. They were hating. Yeah, they were like, yo, we want a piece of this action. It's right. like boom. We'll, we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and cut you off a piece. Mm-hmm. Um actually I think she's the one that's making one point three mil annually because he wouldn't disclose how much Evan was making. <laughs> Evan, Evan's guapped up. Evan got that guap. <laughs> that all right. Evan up on the Forbes <laughs> on the Forbes list. But she's making one point three off uh, Evan Two Bra. Let me make sure I, I put that down wrong. I may be saying this wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually Evan Two Bra. So, uh, so the mother and the, and the and the sister have their own spinoff, and they do their thing. So one of the things I found amazing about this was, uh, you know, they get all this success, they start getting this money. So. He starts to teach his, his, uh, his daughter and his son about, you know, charity, you know, being charitable. You know, like you were just mm-hmm. talking about him. You were talking about the poor man, mm-hmm. talking about he was greedy. Mm-hmm. And I did say that uh, Evan is not the slave, but you know, that's, neither, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But um, teaching his son and daughter about uh, charity, you know, they, ch- they donate to numerous charity events mm-hmm. and they work with them as well. And also teaching his uh, young ones about um, being role models. In light of this fame that they get, because you know he's all over YouTube. YouTube is popping now. Mm-hmm. You know, people that's on regular TV, you, they don't get the the credit that they used to. Mm-hmm. People on YouTube get that credit. So here, Evan, like I said, he's still young. The son, the daughter is six. So you know that could be a lot for you know. We see what happened to like Disney. Uh, you know these young heads that come through say, Disney and Nickelodeon. I was, I was like, I'm gonna be a beaver it up in about uh, six years. <laughs> the beavered. <laughs> a beavered. So that, that new verb now, <laughs> beavered. Beavered. So yeah, so so he's instilling values um, yeah. with his children. So I found that sure. like okay, without you know with all this fame and fortune, you know he's still you know uh, humble, mm-hmm. and you know teaching his you know his children great values. So I thought that was you know definitely excellent. So also uh, toward the end of the uh, this article that I read, and by the way, all everything that I've talked about on this show, you can go to my Facebook fan page. For I Love Sex, that's uh, facebook.com forward slash I Love Sex, and that's C-E-X, not S-E-X. And uh, you, you can get all of the articles, videos, everything that I talk about today is on that site. So def- definitely go on Facebook and like that page and uh, stay up to date with what we're talking about, about this future, about society and entertainment and imagination. So uh, he left tips, the, the article that I read, he left, he left us tips uh, to be successful with online videos. So you got a notepad. Well, if you're using your phone, these cats don't have notepads no more. I was about to say, get your pen and paper out. Get your tablet out. There's an app for that. Yeah, there is an app for that. <laughs> exactly. It's called now, Notepad. How, 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 am I, <laughs> how, how am I talking about the future? <laughs> how is my show about the future? And I'm over here talking about get your pen and paper, <laughs> get your pen and paper ready. <laughs> so, boom. So, he gives, you, he gives you five tips on how to get this money online on YouTube. So, number one, be persistent. Don't fall off. You know, I see a lot of cats, including myself with my SoundCloud page. Uh, yes. Like, yes, I had like six episodes so far. Three of them is up. Four is up now. I did one yesterday. So be persistent. Uh, you got you to gotta continuously keep your pages, whether it be social media, whether it be your website, whether it be YouTube. You got to keep content on there. That's how you keep people on there because they subscribe to it. And then on their feed, they see you pop up. If they see you pop up on the regular, they keep messing with you. They keep rocking with you. But if you keep for like, you know, people have those, uh, like, you know, they start strong, like, oh, yeah, I'm about to do this show, I'm about to do this video, I'm about to start doing these YouTube videos, and then they do like two videos, and then like, 
you go to back to their page and it's like they haven't posted in like three years. Yeah. <laughs> no, like I told you about the podcast like I listened to for Battle Rap and how two of the members broke off for the podcast, start their own podcast, mm-hmm. and they were being consistent. And they were the better two. Well, it was one, the, the one leader and the second best guy, they got, they got into a riff, and then the guy who was behind the show broke, basically broke away. Mm-hmm. So left the leader by himself. They start their own show. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, these are my two favorites, so I'm going to rock with them, see what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And a strong show, but then, like I said, they like you were saying, they fell off. Right. Like They wouldn't do a show for like a month, and all of a sudden usually... Oh yeah, well, on YouTube we have a new show, blah, blah, blah. and then they'll post it on on uh, iTunes like a week later. Mm-hmm. So by then I don't care no more. Mm-hmm. And then like now they're starting to be a little bit more consistent. But now I'm like I don't I don't even care no more. Yeah, you got to be consistent because people yeah. do people do take that into consideration. You yeah. got to be consistent. If you're inconsistent, people will just del- unsubscribe from your feed or just delete you. Period. Just exactly. go, they go on to the next person. They got the most uh, persistence. Yeah, and it's kind of hard, like with that being like a niche field, because I remember back in the day it was like one, one, uh, one podcast for that, for battle rap. Yeah, mm-hmm. for battle rap. So and then they used to call in to that show. Mm-hmm. Then they kind of started their own show, and then now there's like four or five different shows now. Mm-hmm. So you can get the same information from four or five different sources, but who's the most consistent? Who has the best product? That's so, the name of the game. Exactly. Got to keep you got to keep running to win the race. And what's sad is before we got to 4 or 5, I was going to try to do a, a battle rap podcast. Did not work out very well. Mm. So you, before you be persistent, you have to start first. <laughs> exactly. Indeed. Mm-hmm. That's, that's def, definitely worse to live by. Mm-hmm. So the second thing, the second thing uh that Jared wants to share in regards to uh getting it popping online online with the videos is know your audience and connect with it. Yeah. You got to know your audience. Uh shout out to Sammy G for Drilling in my head, like, what is your demographic? Um, what What is the, uh, the the favorite drink for your demographic? You know, is it male or female? What's the age group? Like, you got to know your, your demographic so it makes it easier for you to tailor your content around that, that demographic. So know your audience. You'll be able to relate to them. They'll connect with you. That's how you get more viewership. That's how you get donations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is embrace your inner youth. Be, you know, just have fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm starting to become more free, you know, with doing this show. Before, I have my notes in front of me, and I'm trying to stick to the notes because this is live. And I don't want to mess up. So now I'm more free-flowing. So it's like, you know, having fun, being more animated as I am off-air. So I'm being me, you know, tapping into my inner youth. Mm-hmm. Well, I was about to say, I was about to give you a, I was about to give you a lyric. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I forgot. It was Kanye West uh, from the Power song. My inner child yeah. fighting for custody. custody yeah. yeah, I messed it up. Yeah. So yeah, I forgot it. But anyway, so uh, fourth, provide value to your viewer. So not only do you have to know your viewer, you have to provide value. So everything around, built around your content has to be of substance, has to be valuable because people are not going for the okie doke. Like back in the day, you can be on a QVC, Home Shopping Network, mm-hmm. and just, you know, with the gold-plated uh, necklace, <laughs> like, oh, I, I need that. Uh, three payments, eight payments. Okay, eight payments are $299. Okay. So, yeah, you got to have value because people like transparency these days. They can see through if you, you know, giving them a lot of fluff. Okay. And then lastly, be unique. Like, I love sex. That's mm-hmm. unique. Yes. Boom. I'm still waiting on my shirt. It's all good, though. I'm sorry. I only got, <laughs> I only got one shirt, and I wear it. <laughs> hey, so, well, hey maybe you should send it over to Alita's, uh, the library. Lena library. <laughs> Check that out. 
So boom, so so boom, Jared and his son Evan, uh check them out. Evan Tube H D. If you uh you know like toys and you wanna buy toys or you wanna learn about toys for your children, go check out Evan and you know support the support the two. And um also I was wanna say also, um this uh resonated with me because I've been trying to push Angel to, you know, get into video games because I'm trying to trying to drill in his head like, yo, you can make money off video games. You know, like, you like to play video games, you can you can make money off of that. And that's yep. why I've been taking him to like Epic Lounge out in uh, Allen, Texas. Shout out to oh, Epic you Lounge. Oh, you took him over there? Yeah, I took him. Okay. We finally went out there. Epic Lounge uh, out in Allen, Texas. If you want to play retro video games, old school video games or new school video games, you can go out there, meet up with other people that are gamers, learn, you know, build friendship and relationships playing games. And go out there. And they had a flyer where they were looking for game testers. What? So, boom. So there is a market. So I'm trying to push Sudo over here and uh, get into video games. Might this be the end of me and UPS? <laughs> Maybe. We, we shall see. <laughs> no. T- tune in next week and see if he had that UPS shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, uh, I wanted to know from the listeners, uh, what are you building with your child or children that's embracing change in the future? I want to hear what you all are doing with your children. Uh, that's, you know, pushing the boundaries like Evan and his father, Jared. Uh, so call in number is 214-431-5062. This is Radio uh, Fishbowl Radio Network. Uh, this is, you are listening to Practice Safe Sex. What Practice Safe Sex stands for Practice Searching and Finding Endless Creative Expression. I am your host, Kim Naki. I'm with my co-host, Chris Fishbowl. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the call in number is 214-431-5062. Uh, we're going to go into this next song. Very powerful song. Your old droogs. Uh, Your old droogs. We thought we were not for like 26 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Gunsmoke Cologne by Your Old Droogs here on Practice Safe Sex. It's never been hard to pull abroad. It's that dude who had your mother gassed, and I ain't talking about the boulevard. Made it through hell and kept the essence of what I do intact. So the lies I do tell be truer than your facts. Know why? Cause I know it's all in that. Making like four more albums, then I'm falling back. So then you never see your bros ain't slack. I made a pact with promoters that the show stay packed. Moving merchandise, y'all quiet as church mice. Get the gas face like searching Pete Nice. I got a buck like sending your rice. Roll your deuce and give me the dice. Gambling like going up in the smoke without the lampstand. Definite chance that you might get burned. But some cats are so thirsty that that's not a deterrent They just get turned Cause they like to say catching the fades With a chick so bad You say you wanna catch the AIDS from her I laugh at how so many people lives are spent Gotta throw a slumber party for the 85% And the stuff I'm setting light on is vintage Timeless You went through life's sleep They should bury y'all in pajamas Die from a pillow fight Crushed by the featherweight I've been out that loop These rappers got together late I'm out in Sydney Shifting kidneys of a RC Fuck your posse cut I make a living with my vocab Not trying to be driving no cab Rap for free with all you local Got no brethren no collab, go ahead, throw your vocal jab, local center jabs, I don't care, I'm stacking bread like vocals in the lab, and I don't even do doubles, my whole too supple, unlike yours, granny with a bubble, tranny with the stubble, you clowns are never making like we made it, all of the bodies in my essays getting cremated, trial and error since the silent terror, into the knockout game, straight out the wild and error. 
lot of cats operate on that shite tip, but not even essential do I slip. And I ain't gotta wait to see the price dip. Got money in my pocket like Sonny Crockett and Miami Vice grip. And the only tubs I fuck with is hot ones. No more like a jacuzzi, cop snub, shotguns, and Uzis. Gotta feel safe in the mansion, dig. Especially when they come through for your mansion, dig. That's the after party to the award show where they just saw me went big. Had them thinking it's rigged. Band leader with his hand on the heater Rolls around in my buck while I'm trying to conduct Smell that gun smoke cologne like Bartolo As I motion to a member of the group to start the solo Could you tell them what my answer was, please? Well, hold on. I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. Who has the hidden talent that they can clap their feet together? You know, that sounds like some weird stuff Vincent can do. Fishbowl Radio Network. Internet radio with personality. Jump in. This is Fishbowl Radio Network, and you are listening to Practice Safe Sex, where Practice Safe Sex stands for Practice Searching and Finding Endless Creative Expression. I am your host, Kim Naki. I got my co-host with me, Chris Fishbowl. Chris Fishbowl. Uh, I have many names, like I said before. Call me uh, Hater Heath. You can call me, uh, what I say, Simpleton? Uh, Sam Simpleton. Sam Simpleton. <laughs> I have many names. Billy Frank Ocean. Billy Frank Ocean. Pause. <laughs> that was before all that um, Many names, many names, many different uh, personalities For whatever we're talking about So Boom. So, who are you on this segment? On this segment, depending what we're going to talk about Throw oh. a question at me, you get a different personality Okay, boom, we'll go get into that hmm. um, The song that you heard was uh, from your old Drew That was not Nas As many people thought it was Nas It is not Nas I think it, is, I think it was Nas I, At one point it was Nas It was to the Some of those songs some of those songs were Nas. I thought that song was Nas. <laughs> but that, that was a good marketing because Illmatic 20 was coming out. Very true. And then, you know, it was a good way to push your old droogs. Yeah. On, uh, well, if you want, if you know the backstories, you know, um, uh, Mass Appeal, mm-hmm. Sasha Jenkins. Mm-hmm. He actually played the drums on this song. Okay. So, Nas, Mass Appeal. Yeah, he, he, he's a uh, like half he, owner. Yeah, half owner okay. of Mass Appeal Records. Uh so if you look at the correlation, like who's connected with who, and you know Sasha Jenkins is over here, and Sasha Jenkins was interviewing Nas uh, with Google, he was interviewing Nas, mm-hmm. and then you know Mass Appeal relation. So it's like, okay, how can you? And then Nas is like, when they asked him about Drugs, like, hey, you heard about this guy called Your Old Drugs? Nas was like, never heard of him. <laughs> Straight face, never mm-hmm. heard of him. Didn't say nothing else. Mm-hmm. That was it. So I'm like, okay, how can you not? Okay, it's cool. So, so boom, that was Your Old Drugs, Your Old Drug. And the song Gunsmoke Cologne off his Your, Your Old Droog EP. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, a lot of controversy around that EP. Uh, everybody thinking it was Nas back in, you know, the, I think it was the beginning of last year. Yeah. Uh, everybody thought it was uh, Nas. So, yeah, definitely go get that, support the brother. And then when he came out at Webster Hall 
Everybody thought now it was going to pop out. No, no, right. <laughs> they thought now it was going to come out of Webster Hall. He had this big event, uh, Webster Hall. It's like, oh, you're, oh Drew's going to perform live. Now, this dude, nobody saw his face. Nobody knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Then there was no back history. So that's why everybody was like, yo, that's Nas. That's Nas. Nobody knew this guy. So it's like, oh, he's going to be performing. After this EP blew up and got a lot of attention, he was going to perform at Webster Hall. So everybody was like, oh, sold out immediately. Mm-hmm. And then this... uh this white kid from Coney Island comes out <laughs> rapping. Sound, you know, similar. But, you know, like I said, go watch some YouTube. There's a lot of YouTube videos on that. So definitely go check that out. But if you want to go check out the, uh, the EP, go to uh, www.soundcloud.com forward slash your slash old slash droog. And that's D-R-O-O-G. I want to see how he comes uh, comes after all that. Because you had, you had your initial hype. Mm-hmm. You had the EP out. But I haven't heard nothing about it since. Well, he actually has an LP out. The Kinson LP. And he was on Sway in the Morning. Killed the freestyle. I should have played the freestyle. That's great. But I I didn't hear it. I didn't didn't hear it. I was was still following him. I follow him on SoundCloud. So Mm -hmm. anything new. Or he has a song called Freak Turkey off of the uh, using the uh, One Love beat. They they switched it, <laughs> but this was before this was the, the hype was building. That's mm-hmm. why people was like, "Oh, that's Nas," because he used the One Love instrumental. So so yeah, definitely check that out. SoundCloud.com forward slash your slash old slash Droog, and that's D R O O G. 